Welcome to the Crump Diddy Show on today's podcast. We're talking about tips for a successful relationship. Now, I want to start things off first by saying that this is just advice in the end of the day. This is not professional licensed help. I'm not a marriage counselor. And I know that sounds stupid for me to say because most of you who's been listening for some time know that already. But nowadays, in the sake of today's culture, I got to say that. It's just advice. And this is advice that was given to me. It was actually given to me a long time ago. And I didn't take this advice. And I actually paid a, a, a huge price for it, you know. And uh, what a coincidence, the moment I started implementing this advice that was given to me by a collaboration of many people who've been in long-term relationships, um, you know, for many decades, and even some that they're they're not married at the moment, um, but it's a result of them not following that advice or whatever, you know. And so it's a combination of different perspectives that all led to the same piece of advice. And I'm going to try to share this with you. And some of you already probably know this. Some of you already know it, but don't want to admit that it's the right thing to do. And some of you are in denial. Some of you are way ahead of me. You know, there's going to be a little bit of everybody that's going to probably uh, listen to this with a different reaction. Now, the first thing I want to say is, you know, of course, once I started implementing this into my current relationship, it's been a drastic difference. It's been amazing. I can't tell you how happy I am right now. You know, it's it's something that you have to you have to just step forward and confront. You have to to be in a happy, successful relationship. You got to actually step out of your comfort zone. You really do. And what I mean by that is, in a relationship, two people obviously come together. You know, unless it's just you and a vibrator, you and your right hand, and whatever. You know, by yourself, whatever you gotta do, what you gotta do, right? But it's two different personalities clashing. In the end of the day, I don't care how compatible you think you are. It's always two different people coming together to form unity, right? I mean, that's just what it is. Now, to look at it in a primal perspective, in a very primal way, is two people that are coming together to combine resources of personality, resources of love, you know, different perspectives on life, laughter, you know, bonding. This It's all resources that we all provide to each other. And it makes us close and bonded together, you know. But our personalities a lot of times can clash, regardless of how compatible and how alike you think you are. As a matter of fact, something that I always heard from, from oh my God, for so many years, and I've seen firsthand with my own eyes, with friends that are dating people and that have been with each other for a while that have fought a lot. I'm like, why do you guys, I don't understand. You guys always claim that you're like so much alike, but then you guys are always constantly at war with each other. And it's just true. I've heard this the same before that the more you date somebody that's just like you, the more you're going to bump into problems. I never understood that, you know, and then they always say opposites attract and all that stuff. But sometimes being with someone that's so different it creates such an incompatibility that you're going to fight even more. So it's like, well, you can't win, right? But no, you can find that balance in the middle. And the first thing you got to do is step out of your comfort zone. You have to understand that you may have a certain rule or a certain way of thinking, saying, or doing things. And you have to understand that 
those ways are not always going to be either the right way or the way that's going to work. So you have to learn to adapt and accept constructive criticism from your partner. You do. If you are this type of person that's not going to change, not going to mold, not going to, you know, and I'm not going to say bend the knee because that's the wrong way to put it. But if you're someone that's not going to listen to your partner's concerns or criticism by you and try to meet them in the middle at least, maybe not change and be, you know, whatever, because nobody wants you to not be yourself, but at least critique some ways of how you say things, how you do things, how you handle things, you know, how you communicate things then you're going to be in a relationship that's going to be destined for failure. When the failure is going to collapse, well, that's a different question. You know, but it's not a question if, it's already a question of when. So, you got to step out of your comfort zone. You got to always be finding ways to you always got to find ways to be a better version of yourself than your previous years, you know? You know, next the following year from now, you should already be focusing on how to be a better version than yourself than last year. You know, you always gotta, it's always good to find ways to improve yourself while still maintaining your identity. So if your partner tells you, man, you know, you get frustrated too easily, maybe you should take a deep breath. Maybe you should, you know, think and try to maybe go for a little small little walk and come back before you tackle this problem or before you have a conversation with me, you know, or maybe you should find out why is it that you can, you know, like if they're trying to give you like, Advice, or they're trying to point out that you get mad too easily, or when you get frustrated, the way you say things, I don't like it, you know, or you you raise your voice too much, you know, or I don't like when you get mad, you hit something, like you hit a wall, or you smash a table, or, you know, I don't know, or when the way you cook, I don't like the fact that you leave raw chicken, like, these little things like that, man, you know, trust me, they're not going to be NASA complex things, a lot of times it's your everyday behavior, man, you know, I, when you take off your dirty clothes, can you please put it in the hamper? You know what I'm saying? It's not, I don't like that because I'm the one that has to pick it up. You know, and then, of course, the way you respond also makes a big, you know, you got to step out of your comfort zone and accept the fact that, hey, man, maybe the lifestyle you had before or maybe the way you handled your problems verbally before worked when you were single or when you didn't have a serious relationship. But now that you're with somebody or living with somebody, you know, in a serious relationship, that's not going to fly anymore. You have to understand that that's now another person that you're sharing not only your life with, but your living space with. So everything as far as communication, the way you behave in your house, the way you guys share responsibilities, you know, the way that you guys manage your finances. You know, before when you were single, you were probably used to, you know, eating out a lot or you know, spending money on this and spending money on that. But now when you guys are sharing finances, you can't do that no more. You know, so you got to step out of your comfort zone a lot of times and change the way that you operate. Not in a way that you're completely a different person, but in a way where you both can function as a unit. You know, which is a perfect segue to the next part of it is communication. You know, communication is key. If you're the type of person that when you get frustrated, you know, you just lash out or you don't like to talk about things or when you do talk about things, you know, you, if you're the type that bottles up your emotions and it explodes like a Coca-Cola bottle being shaken, if you're the type of person that, you know, has to always be right, if you're somebody that always has to use big words when you talk and try to sound sophisticated and belittle somebody in an argument, like, all that stuff, that's poor communication. You know, if there's a problem with your partner, 
you know, rather than jumping to yelling or frustration or exploding, you know, actually bring it up in a casual, regular way, like have you would with a friend, you know, hey, you know, I've been meaning to talk to you about this or hey, you know, I noticed that you do this a certain way or no, hey, I noticed this, I noticed that regardless of what, what you're saying is ridiculous, just bring it up in a calm, respectful, compassionate way, you know. Better than keeping it to yourself and having resentment and then exploding on them one day when they forget to put the toilet seat down or something small. And then before you know, when they're like, yo, why are you yelling at me for something like this? Oh, it's not just that. It's a whole bunch of other shit. You know, like don't bottle up a a resume of bullshit that you can't stand about your partner or that of things that they're doing that's bothering you. You know, during dinner, maybe sit down, have a regular conversation, you know, or once a week. You know, pick a day to just say, hey, you know what? Let's sit down. Let's talk. You know, let's talk about, you know, where we're at. Let's talk about our you know, feelings, whatever, you know, whatever, how you want to start the conversation. I mean, I know that sounds corny, but, you know, it's so, you know, it's always good to just communicate regardless of what it is. Be transparent with your partner about your needs, you know, and about things that maybe you don't like or things that are bothering. Try to find a middle ground in a, in, in a relationship. You're not going to always be able to please your partner, but you can always find a way to meet them in the middle. So that way you both are content. And that's the key word is both. Never have a relationship that's one-sided. You know, never argue with each other. Communicate with each other. Arguments happen, but you can reduce the amount that that happens by simply communicating and vocalizing in a respectful tone. And of course, a respectful set of words, your emotions and how you feel about things. Don't go straight to cursing and screaming and fighting and sarcasm and all that shit. Just be real, be transparent, you know. Another thing is in your relationship, you want to establish boundaries. A lot of boundaries you want to establish at the very, very, very beginning of your relationship. But of course, as you progress in your relationship and time goes by, there's going to be a new set of boundaries that come up based on, you know, new things that are happening in your life. But you want to establish boundaries. Never have a relationship where you have things, boundaries you want to set, but you're too scared to do it. You know, or you're afraid of making your partner unhappy or making them mad. No, 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 no. There's a boundary that you have. Obviously, of course, if it's something that's realistic, you want to set that in stone. You want to establish that, you know, and that's something like, for example, Megan is teaching me. You know, there's times where I just want to hang out with my guy friends. And obviously I live in a different state. So how do we connect with each other? We connect online through online gaming, right? Whatever, you know, I'm not really, I'm not really a fan of the games that we play, but it's a way for us to laugh and relieve stress and talk shit to each other on on thing and just kind of just eat shit and laugh, man. Just kind of like blow off some steam and have some fun together. We, We get something mediocre and we make it fun by all of us you know, participating, hanging out. It's a good way for us to talk and catch up and whatever. It's like, it's like if, if it's almost the next best thing to us being at the bar, you know, drinking some beer and talking some shit, you know, because we all, I mean, I live across the country from them. So this is our way of, of connecting, man. And so, I, you know, and I was venting to her, man. I'm like, man, it's like with all the stuff I got to do around the house and all the stuff you got to do around the house and with the kids or whatever like I just feel like it's I can't have any time for myself because you know there's always something that has to be done and she just put her foot down she said no you can't think like that you know you have to have some alone time you have to have time for yourself so we're going to work out a system as a team 
where you're going to get some time every night, allocated time for yourself, you know, um, because you need that alone time, you know, and she gets her alone time. I get my alone time. And, you know, it's our perfect way of, of venting, you know, just having a little hobby or something that we do for fun, alone time, because we spend a lot of time together. You know, I love hanging out, you know, with Megan. Right. And that's another thing, too. It's, you know, you can love hanging out with your partner, but also need alone time. Nothing wrong with that. Everybody needs some time to themselves, whether it's just to be taking a dump on your and, and looking at your phone and reading articles. You know, whether it's watching your favorite show, whether it's going for a jog or working out, it doesn't matter what it is. Everyone needs some sort of alone time to do certain things that they like to do. Self-care, self-love. You know what I'm saying? And that was something that Megan was very adamant about. She's like, no, you're going to get your alone time. You need to hang out with your friends, you know, or you need to do whatever it is that you want to do. You need to do it. You can't let responsibility because she's always she gets frustrated that I'm always having to be on top of certain things and be responsible for everything. She wants to take the load off for me. So she wants me to have a long time because it, it, honestly, that will that will creep into your relationship. and It'll cause frustration. It will. It will. You won't notice it, but it will. OK. Another thing is, you know, you got to look at yourself and be honest with yourself. If you're in a relationship and you're hanging out with your significant other, if that time that you're hanging out with your significant other, you're thinking about, man, I can't wait to get home and do this or, you know, do something. I'm not talking about sex, guys. Relax. I'm talking about, like, get home and do other things. If you're looking, if you think hanging out with your partner is like a chore, you know, like, man, I can't wait to get this shit over with, then there's a serious problem in your relationship. There is. Your partner, you should always feel like, man, you're having, a, I, you should look forward to hanging out. When you're significant other, having alone time or date night, you know, you got to always, you know, don't fall into these routines that couples do where they get home and then they just kind of stay on their phones all the time and they don't even talk to each other. No, you know, like I've made it a point where me and Megan, I, you know, and it's just because I, maybe I just, I feel like I chose the right one because I like having conversations with Megan. I actually look forward to having Conversations with her, having deep conversations with her, and doing things with her, and hanging out with her, or whatever. I like spending time with her. I can enjoy it. You know, she makes you laugh. We have a good time. You know, and that's what you need to have. You need to have someone that's that's like your best friend at the same time. Someone that you have a good time. Not somebody that you're like, oh my god, I can't wait to go home, and you know, or I can't wait to go to the gym. I can't wait to escape the house. I can't wait to escape this. I can't wait to get this over with. You you don't want to because if you're feeling like that, then obviously. Something's not right in your relationship. If you feel like you're a fucking prisoner in your relationship, something's not right. You know, and if if out of everyone you interact with, if your significant other, if it feels like a chore that you're hanging out with her, then or him, then there's a problem. It should be equally as amusing and interesting and fun as everybody else. If not even more than everybody else, because that's your partner, man. That's who you, that's your, you know, that's your other half, you know? So never also, never focus on being in a relationship with someone that, 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 that you don't want to include in your personal circle. If you have a relationship that you want to keep private because you don't want to get them involved with your friends or family members for whatever the reason. There's a problem. 
That's a red flag. You don't want that. Your relationship should be your identity to yourself. You know, you shouldn't be ashamed, embarrassed, or, or paranoid, or stressed out to have your friends and family know who is your significant other. Hey, man, that's, that's my partner. That's my, the love of my life. That's my wife. That's my husband. Whatever. This is this. They're part of my life. You know. Now, I'm not saying take your wife to, you know, every time you hang out with the guys, you know, whatever. I mean, I get it. That's not, you know, whatever. But, you know, if you go, out, if you're gonna go hang out with your family and friends at like at an event, you know. Don't be excluding your partner just for the sake of excluding them, you know, because that's a problem. And, and for some of you, you may be like, well, who does that? A lot of people do that, you know, so have your guy's night, your woman's night, you know, but at the same time, never be ashamed, embarrassed, you know, uninterested, not amused on bringing your partner, including them, in, you know, in these events, especially if your other friends and are bringing their partners, you know, uh, or whatnot. Don't be that type, man. Don't be, if you're embarrassed or you're frustrated or you don't want to bring your partner for whatever reason, you know, especially when everybody else is bringing theirs, that's a big sign right there that something's terribly wrong in your relationship. You know, sex. Let's talk about that for a second. Sex is very important in a relationship. Now, there's going to be some people that will be, nah, not really, nah, it's not. No, 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 no. Okay, sex is very important in a relationship. You got to find time to have sex in your relationship. You know, you got to have time to, you know, for each other, alone time, to be romantic and have sex and, you know, this whole shit, I've, I've heard people say, ah, maybe once a month, maybe, you know, a couple times, no, 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 no. That's bullshit, okay? You're not happy and you're miserable down there and you're probably cheating. If not, you're thinking about it. If not, your fucking, your batteries on your vibrator are probably burnt to a crisp, you know, or your fucking right hand is fucking, I'm talking about yoked. I'm talking about stacked. I'm talking about buff, you know? And it shouldn't be like that, you know? You got to make sex something that's naturally frequent in your relationship, it's your way for you and your partner to release some stress and have a good time, you know, and just, you know, and just connect, man, and just wild out, you know, go all out. And um, I really believe that you guys that has to, you know, people that barely have sex in a relationship, they're, they're, they're not happy in their relationship. They're not I'm telling you right now. There's going to be some people out there who probably eat Greek yogurt and be like, nah, bro, we talking about, you know, we're, we don't have sex that much and we're happy. No, no, no. You guys need to connect, man. You guys need to connect because it's, you probably think you're happy, but it's one of those things that's going to hit you in the long run. You guys need to connect more, man. Sexually, there's nothing wrong with having lots of sex in your relationship. Find the time, make the time. For those of you who don't live on your, live on your own, you live with your, <laughs> with your family, your relatives. Find the time. Let me tell you something right now. Don't come with that bullshit. You can't have sex when you live with your family members or whatever. I, 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 that came out really bad. Like, okay, let me rephrase that. Don't make it. Don't come with me with the whole, you know. Oh, I still live with my mom, so it's hard for me to have. No, 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 bro. Trust me. You're talking to the guy, the guy. First of all, my mom always had a rule that you can. She didn't want me bringing no woman over when I, you know, back when I was a teenager and when I lived with her later on. 
because of the fact that you know she didn't she my mom always thought that there was always going to be somebody that was going to get pregnant you know or raped on her way home and then she was going to get blamed for it i don't know why the fuck she always <laughs> she always had this weird ass theory that you know something happens to the girl rather rather than me get blamed it was she was going to get blamed don't know why but she didn't want to be responsible that's fine it, it makes sense in a, in a way in a weird way but it's her you know it's her house her rules Man, I still snuck over chicks when my mom was at work. You know what I'm saying? And learn to have some silent sex. You know, you see, you'll see those mimes, you'll, those mimes at the park. Learn, start having some mime sex. You know, keep that shit quiet. You know, don't don't be don't be fucking so loud. Then, you know, keep that shit quiet. Trust me, when you really if if you really wanted to have that sex, you'll learn how to fuck real quietly. So don't use the excuse that where you live as a, as a reason. Or go rent at a motel, man. You know, I had to do that. My struggling days, you know, when I was working for, you know, in the workforce, you know, and not, you know, didn't have a good job. I had to look for the cheapest motel, man, take the women there. Because that's, I mean, that's just how it was, you know. And I've heard the career, oh, you don't have your own place? No, I don't. You know, or whatever. So it happens. Sometimes you got to make that sacrifice. But... Put in the work, you know. You guys need to connect with each other, you know. So let's break this down here. Stepping out of your comfort zone, communication, okay. Boundaries, okay. Alone time, a healthy sexual relationship, you know. These are things that are gonna help you have a healthy and strong relationship, you know. If you have communication. There's nothing being kept from you guys. You guys are aware. There's no lying. There's no, there's full transparency. You know, uh, boundaries, perfect. You guys know exactly what, 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 what not to cross. And by doing that, it reduces the amount of tension and fighting. You know, stepping out of your comfort zone. This is allowing you to mold and be the better version of yourself. And also it allows you to help practice meeting your partner in the middle. Sometimes you got to be diplomatic. You know, we both got, you both got to give your effort. You got to give some to win some. That's how it is in a relationship. It's two people. It's not one. So you can't go about it in a selfish way, you know. And, you know, alone time. You got to have alone time for yourself. You got to decompress. Have some time with your friends, go to the gym, whatever, play some video games. It doesn't matter what it is, drawing, painting, making some music. It doesn't matter. Going for walks, writing poems, whatever it is that you do on your alone time to release some stress, do it. But make sure that your partner supports that idea because they have to be on board with that. Just like they're going to get it, you got to get it too, you know. So I'm telling you guys, sex gotta have healthy sex relationship you know even if it's a couple times a month it doesn't make it a priority sexual connection is important in a relationship you know and and doing things as a couple making sure man man you guys gotta hang out a lot talk to each other more go out and do something with each other have even if it's a hobby that you guys create together you know date night it doesn't matter what it is but spend time with your partner a lot you know um grow with each other learn more things about each other it's okay to you know there's nothing wrong with that you know if you feel like man i see her every day or i see him every day i want to break well you know what you need to start adjusting things in your life differently because that's not healthy either you know 
And the reason why you feel like that is because you don't have alone time. You guys don't have any boundaries set, no communication. You know, it's okay to have somewhat of a schedule. You know, hey, on this day, fuck off. I won't be by myself. There's nothing wrong with that. But communicate it, you know. So hopefully, guys, with those easy steps, you know, you start applying that and see. Let me know if it makes a difference. Facebook.com slash Crump Diddy. Until next time, it's your boy. Peace.